Hey everyone, Justin here with HuntLink by Servicide. I am joined on the mic today by Rob Grandchamp, the founder and CEO of Gillypup. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's going on, man? Not too much. It actually enjoying my Labor Day. Um, how was yours? It was pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty relaxing, much needed. So um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, for sure, definitely much needed. I'm I'm glad it's uh it was a much needed three day weekend and and even though I did some work outside of work, it was still uh, things that need to be done to get ready for hunting season as we're rolling in, um, which is a reason we wanted to get you on here. Um, was talking about one of my regional directors, uh, John out of Louisiana, um, and he had mentioned you a few times um, and. Um, was like, hey, you got to check these guys out. You got to see what they're offering. Um, he's like, you know, I think it'd be something awesome for bow hunters or people that are kind of out in the open a little bit, um, a little bit better concealment. Um, he's like, check them out. He mentioned it to me a few times. Well, finally, I got around to looking and I was like, whoa, I've never seen anything like this. We definitely got to get you on and uh, kind of see what it's all about. Um, but We'll dive into that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what the company is and kind of what you guys have. But kind of as a little icebreaker, um, we'd love to start out with a little bit about you. Um, give our listeners a chance to uh, get to know you. Um, so if you don't mind, um, share with us how you got started out in the hunting. Yeah, man. So uh, again, my name is Rob Grandchamp. Uh, I am from a town called uh, North Adams, Massachusetts. Um, I've always, uh, I've always kind of enjoyed, um, the art of hunting, although I never was big into hunting as a, a kid. I didn't have any, uh, real friends that did uh, a lot of hunting, um, that I was close with, but I've always enjoyed the outdoors and just kind of, you know, grew up in the outdoors and, and, uh, and after, um, you know, I went to college, I went off to the Marine Corps, um, all I wanted to do when I got back is get into hunting. So in 2018, when I got a Marine Corps. Uh, I think it was my first day home. I went and I got a bow uh, from the local archery store that I actually, you know, just closed down, unfortunately. But uh, I went and got my first bow, and uh, yeah, it's it's been game over ever since. And I've just been, you know, hooked the line and sinker with it, and uh, yeah, just uh, became a healthy addiction, I guess. If you ask my wife, she says it's not a healthy addiction, but. You know. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, and so I kind of, I kind of started. Uh, I was a late um, bloomer, I guess you call it, for uh, for the hunting industry. Um, and I didn't start until I was roughly twenty, twenty six years old. So, um, but yeah, I uh, again, I had, I had a background and understanding, and you know, kind of camouflage, concealment, and all that from uh, from the Marine Corps. And so I felt like I was able to implement my um, skills learned there into the, into the woods. And, um, yeah, one thing led to another and out came Gilly Puck. Um, so what is Gilly Puck? Yeah. So Gilly Puck is a completely customizable, um, tree to ground camouflage device. So what it is essentially is an eight port adapter with twist lock, uh, have eight limbs that you can attach to it. And then a center plug, which has a quarter 20 uh, female thread that you can screw onto any camera mount, which secures the puck to any camera mount accessory. So your tripods, 
your easy hanger, um, camera mounts, anything with a quarter 20 thread, the ghillie puck can attach to. It also has two brackets on the back of it, so you can strap it to your tree stand or uh, strap it to a tree. Um, you know, our puck packages come with a, a, a ratchet strap that you can pull, put it right to the tree, or if you have one of your own that you prefer, um, we do have an inch spacing, a little over an inch space, inch and a quarter spacing on the back, so you can strap it right to, to anything. So, you know, what I like to tell people is uh, your imagination's your limitation with it. You know, we're giving you the hammer, you build the house with it, you can really attach it and implement it anywhere in your hunt. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, this would be great for um, areas that, for at least my instance here in Florida, there's a lot of times where I don't have to get really high up in a tree. So uh, I felt like it would be right. a good a good chance to help me be lower without being so much in the open um, if the yeah. if the foliage isn't really there to, to help me out. Yeah, and that's, and that's kind of how I, I got started with it. Um, you know, so when I did get back from uh, – Marine Corps, my first uh, year, I, I kind of got back in um, mid-October, so I kind of had a late jump to it, but um, my first year wasn't a success. Uh, I got I got nothing. The next year, um, 2009, fall of 2019, I uh, had a five-acre parcel behind my in-law's house that I got permission to hunt on, and, you know, I'd see deer cruising through there all the time in the mornings and the evening. And so I, I get in there and I uh, set my climber up and the doe comes down the hill. And uh, the way it was set up is they would come down this like slight hill and, I, you know, I'd be eye level with them. And every day I'd be getting blown out by the doe. And I was like, man, I, there's got to be a, you know, uh, they're just picking me off like, a, you know, like I'm a sore thumb out here. So I, I created this, this little piece of wood and I started there and I started shaping it and you know putting these bolts into it and you know i had a broke a couple broken arrows um that I, I attached to it at the time and then i stuck these artificial branches into it and i i hung it up behind me in the tree and then uh you know it just took me forever to set it up was the issue and you know to get everything set up on it but i hung it up in the tree and that night i'm out there and the doe come in like they normally do and they uh they walked right past me i was like okay i'm like this, there's something here. And I'm like, this is a, this is it. You know, I mean, I just need to, to now improve on this and figure out in a more efficient and effective way of, of doing so. And uh, so that was the, uh, that was the whole journey to, to kind of kick things off of ghillie puck right there. And, and shortly after, I think it was two days after that, I ended up getting my first buck. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's how she started right there. Nice, nice. So, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, they were just picking you off, I guess, because of movement or just noticing you in the tree? Or Yeah, so the trees that were in there were pretty much telephone poles. I mean, there was no backdrop at all. Um, so they were coming down, and they just, you know, something looked a little funny up in that. Uh, there, were, there were smaller trees, too. There weren't a lot of mature trees there. Um, so they were coming down, and I, they was just getting skylined and just, yeah, they, pick me off right away i didn't even have a chance to grab my bow or anything they just they could see something was definitely weird in that tree and it didn't look like your normal uh you know eight inch wide tree or 10 inch wide tree whatever it was and uh yeah they were they were pretty bare it was a pretty bare wood spot in the woods there hey well shoot you ended up getting a buck from there so you're definitely in the right spot just 
seems like you just didn't have the right tools for the area at the time and ended up getting it done. So uh, you got to be the first success story of the of the company then, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, and, and you know, and I didn't necessarily even uh, even kind of I, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain. It. I didn't really have any intention of like you know, kind of mass producing this thing. I was just trying to make it more efficient for myself so I could be a better hunter. Cause I didn't know a lot of people when I, uh, my wife is from New York. So when I got out, again, got out of the Marine Corps and came to New York, I knew nobody here. So it was just kind of like starting fresh. So I didn't have a lot of buddies I could even ask to go hunting. Uh, I just didn't know anybody um, at the time. So um, I kind of, I was like, you know what? I enjoy being in the woods. I enjoy being kind of out here by myself and whatnot, but, uh, you know, I'd like to be proficient at this. So I'm not just spending hours up in a tree doing nothing. I'd like to, you know, just perfect my game, uh, hunting capabilities. So, so with the intention of just essentially helping myself, I, I, you know, I realized, Hey, at, you know, at some point when I got to help myself, I was like, I could probably, you know, help another, another couple people out there at least, uh, that might be going through a similar situation. And, and once I started to, to realize that there was a, a big need for this um, that November, I was like, okay, this is uh, this is something I could do to help uh, you know others that might be in the same situation as me. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's how those great ideas start out, and um, you know, it, I enjoy being in the woods too. And we we all say it, especially being in service side, like that's what it's all about. But you do also want to be successful, and you know, if you're not critiquing and changing things i mean if you just want to go out there and sit that's cool definitely not knocking it i know my grandpa got to that point in his lifetime where he would just go and sit he wouldn't even kill anything um but he had already taken so much game in his lifetime that he was just at that point Uh, but i'm not there at that point you know as much game as i've taken i still want to take more (laughs) and uh and uh yeah i definitely you got to change what's happening and you know you had a problem and instead of crying about it or saying there's no deer here or whatever, my camo's not expensive enough or whatever, you just took took natural something natural um as concealing yourself with, with vegetation and and uh utilizing that. But um how did you kinda turn it into a, a business, I guess, would be my next question. You know, you Yeah. Oops, sorry, what was that? Oh no, you're good. Go ahead. Um uh, um- yeah, so I, I kind of, uh, you know, I reached out to a buddy of mine, and um, I was exploring. Uh, I so I, I knew that I did my product research on it. And I couldn't find anything um, that was similar in the fashion that of which I designed. There are, you know, some artificial branch assembly systems, uh, if you will, out there, but none with this level of versatility and uh, capabilities of which I had um, plans for at the time. So when I was doing my product research and I realized, hey, there's nothing else out there like this um, to this degree, I, I, I reached out to a, a patent lawyer and started the patent process. And I still had no idea how I was going to even, you know, I've, I've never ran a, you know, a website or anything like that. So it was all, it was all just a, uh, kind of going all in and just hours and hours spent on YouTube and asking people and, you know, other business owners I met, you know, kind of how they do things and, and just slowly and slowly and slowly started building uh, this company. And then, you know, and then we got our first uh, shipment in and 
uh, we launched on November of 2022. Um, we launched, we had our first product in um, and we, we launched the website and I, I believe it was November 1st and on November 2nd or 3rd, I can't remember. It was, it was pretty crazy, but we sold out. Oh. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah. And then right there, and I was, I was like, okay, this is something that, uh, again, there's, there is a need for this. There are <laughs> other hunters that are in the same situation. I'm not alone. And then, uh, I just, and I made it my priority, you know, number one mission to, to make this as effective and, um, versatile and you know as i possibly could for other hunters out there and it's just it's just been playing catch up since then isn't it crazy how that works i i've heard so many stuff uh, so much you know working in the hunting industry for the last few years i've heard you know someone say you know multiple times i've heard different people say you know oh well you know that product it's it's not going to take off or it's not going to work and then when it does you're like okay you know, the customer's always right, and they're the ones wanting it, um, you know, and when it's something that's sold out, um, you know, I've talked to a few people that have companies, very similar, innovative idea, um, just like you had, and they went for it, and, you know, you had one half of the people saying, oh, I thought of that before, well, you didn't do it, and then you've had the other half saying, um, you know, oh, I don't think that's going to take off, and then you're selling out, so, I mean, that. The numbers don't lie, you know, numbers never lie. And you obviously are fixing a problem that a lot of people are having. Um, I know we had mentioned before we jumped on here, the state I live in, it's, you know, you don't have, there's a lot of vegetation. So when you get up in a tree, that's like that skinny area. That's like the only place that doesn't have vegetation and you can get up right. high and stuff, but it's so thick that you almost do yourself a disservice when you get up too high um, you have to have right. that uh, medium balance and not every state getting 30 foot up is, is ideal. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, I, when I was looking at it, I was like, this is, this is crazy. Like you could literally, uh, it almost reminds me of like brushing in a blind, but it's your stand is the best way I right. like to look at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And kind of what I, you know, forgot to mention a little bit earlier when I said when I first started, you know, building this thing and the that five acre parcel was uh, you know, I wanted to get closer to where the deer were moving. The only good trees were way off and the deer weren't moving there. And uh and so by doing so that's where I ended up parking my my stand and then, you know, I was getting blown out there. But um, you know, and I try to tell people all the time, like camouflage, I mean, I don't care if you have a sick up, first light, whatever it is um, that you're supporting or uh if it's if it doesn't have like adequate backdrop it's it's rendered useless if it doesn't have something to blend into you know it's camouflage before forest or trees whatever it is but if it's you know if there's nothing behind it to blend into it's just skyline you know, yeah. it's just you're just a guy wearing you know different patterns in the in the sky so it's a uh, or girl um so, you know, I try to explain to people like this is creating a backdrop to allow, you know, where there is lack of so you can get up close and personal to maybe, you know, maybe if it's 10 feet closer to a tree that you're like, hey, there's just really not enough coverage on that. I don't have enough breakup. Well, this this allows you to just, you know, make create your own setting for any season. 
I mean, and you know, that's I'm not an expert whitetail hunter by any means, but you know, I was always taught and told by the the OGs of hunting that animals see the silhouette. It's not you. They don't see a person. They don't see right. You know, uh, your camo or colors or any of that stuff. They see a silhouette, which means predator um, or you know, person, and that's that's what makes them leave. Um, you yeah. know, I mean, how many times have you just peeked over a ridge or something in an animal? You feel like it didn't even get a chance to see you and it bolts. Um, oh, yeah. other times where they'll come right up on you. Um, I've literally had deer walk right up to the tree that I was behind because they can't see a silhouette. Um, even me peeking around the side of it doesn't, you know, it's not much of a silhouette, just the top of your head. So, um, I definitely can see that and, and get into those pressure areas, especially, you know, uh, a lot of mature whitetail hunters always talk about getting near bedding areas. Um, well, this is something that's going to allow you to get near there because there's not a ton of bedding areas that do have those, you know, perfect trees to, to be able to get up in um, that's going to conceal right. you naturally. Right. No, exactly. And I, and I tell people this too, um, you know, I don't want to have people think, oh, this is, you know, this is going to be the solution and then get, you know, upset if they still get busted with this. I mean, you still have to play play the winds and you know you know you still have to do your due diligence it's not just this isn't the magical cure for it it just <laughs> stretches you know it stretches that margin for error um so i mean you know i'm always having uh you know my my scent blockers and stuff like that i had um what was it called for a little bit i was using uh scent thief um which you know was okay uh but i, I switched over to the stuff called like scent assassin which is an amazing product and you can carry it with you and stuff like that and it's like you have to still do your scent blocker you have to still play the winds you have to still you know check thermals and stuff like that i mean there is there is a lot that goes to it but this gilly puck just allows you to to just stretch that margin for movement and stuff so this isn't you know you can't you can uh, smell like your your Labrador and uh, you know be downwind with this thing and be like, oh man, you know, this product isn't working. You know, so like all you know all the new hunters that are out there that were in the same situation that I was in, you know, a little naive at the time and uh, you know not knowing fully the capability of a, a white tail or an elk or something like that. That scent and is just as important. And they have other senses and stuff like that. So, but use this as an additional tool to stretch the margin, especially those self filmers. Um, you know, I recently started doing it. It's just with an iPhone, nothing professional, but I, I do like taking videos. Um, but just to, there's so much, there's the margin for error is so small with that. Cause you have to, you know, move the camera and then grab the bow. So there's so many additional steps, but this, this, uh, you know, the ghillie puck just kind of gives you that extra breakup cause you can bend the branches. You can, you can manipulate them however you want. They have twist locks. So you could quickly take it off, make your shot, put it back on. So it's like, you know, if you're a public land hunter, you can't really, in most states, you can't prune branches and stuff. So this is kind of the solution for that. You're not doing anything illegal. You're creating a, you know, you can go up that skinny tree with not a lot of branches on it to use your climber or your saddle. If you're a saddle hunter and get up there, hook this up, you know, take it off, make your shot, put the branch back up and you're not, you know, you're not leaving yourself permanently exposed for the rest of the hunt. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's something, I mean, we definitely stress that here at ServiceEye a lot, especially with, um, you know, I know we're not currently partner, but with any anyone bringing on the podcast or partners, I tell people like, no, there's no product out there 
uh, that's going to ever guarantee you a hunt. It, you know, I don't care what it is. Um, there's nothing out there. It, it, it no matter if it's baits, lures, whatever. There's nothing that's going to a hundred percent of the time guarantee you anything. But um, there are products that can can like you said can um, advance your success or help you in certain situations. And it really just depends on the area you hunt um, and the tools that you need. Um, you know, just like with anything else, you know. I grew up hunting with Walmart gear, Walmart boots. Well, if I'm out west, you know, you know, kudos to Walmart stuff. It it kept me good, you know, during those regular week, you know, one weekend warrior a month type things. But you know, yeah. when you go, you know, crazy elevation or, you know, you're packing in ten, fifteen miles, um, you know, you you need a higher quality tool to get it done, um, or you're gonna be either hurting. Um, or something's going to happen. So um, I definitely uh, love that you were honest, you know, especially being a, a product owner saying that, you know, this is a tool. This is a tool. Um, it's never going to guarantee you success. You still have to uh, be, a, you know, I, I don't want to say a seasoned hunter, but you still have to be very aware of what's going on in your area as far as wind and, um, you know, the game that you're pursuing. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, deer have more than one sense. So if you're, if you're covered visually, well, they might smell you. If you're covered, you know, your sense protected, well, they might see you. So, I mean, this is just, you know, use this as you would use a, a scent blocker or anything like that. It just to give you that, that, that edge. And uh, again, just really stretch that margin for errors. What I, cause I, I'm a bow hunter um, only. So I only bow hunt. So again, just the, be able to pull up uh, and, and this isn't bashing any gun owner but obviously there's a little bit more of a uh, movement that comes along with you know bow hunting um, right. so there's definitely there's definitely a larger there's definitely larger room for error so you know having to grab the bow off the hanger you know hook up your um your release draw that back i mean that's 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 quite a bit of movement right there you yeah, might only have 50, you know within <laughs> most of the time within 50 yards i mean yeah exactly. not a lot of times you're rifle hunting you know you know 50 50 yards or more you know so you I definitely understand that that you know you moving a little bit you know looking through a scope is a little bit different than it right under your tree stand or <laughs> coming down the ravine that's uh, it no absolutely so what what kind of I guess my question is as far as your product goes, do you have like different types like as far as like um, cedar or um, you know uh, autumn foliage or ever you know green for southern states like what what kind do you offer right now? Yeah, absolutely. So we have fifteen different styles of uh, colors and um, uh, branches. So we have. We have our primary ones are oaks and maples, um, our hardwoods. So we have oaks, maple, uh, you know, type of walnut. Um, we have some, you know, softwood. We have pines, uh, Douglas fir, uh, cedar, um, cypress. We kind of, we kind of tried to cover the the most popular stands uh, or the most popular stand locations or trees that you would use for a stand location rather. Um, and you know, we did. Yeah, and for the oaks, we did uh, you know several different colors. We have an early season, all the we have a green all the way up to a a dark brown for the winter, and everything in between. We have an early season multicolor, a mid season, um, you know, late season brown, and then a, all the way to your like your dark auburn in the winter months. So, yeah, we kind of tried to hit every all the all the main. You can't hit every every 
tree out there. There's just, you know, there's so many that you could, I, you know, anybody could put a, a stand virtually anywhere. We just tried to do what would help the most amount of people um, in, in situations. So or uh, where they'd sense. be able to find, you know, you could walk in and find an oak tree or a pine tree. Or yeah, something like I, that, like, you know? yeah, I, I want to buy dogwood. I need, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 cherry, yeah, pink cherry blossoms. Pink cherry yeah, blossoms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, it would be awesome. You probably get this all the time, which this is actually a, a question. So I guess it'll kind of segue into that. But, um, you know, being here in Florida, we have palm fronds. You can say palmettos. Yeah, palmettos, <laughs> those palm fronds. And they, I mean, I guess they would kind of be cumbersome with, that type of design, but um, definitely an option there for your Southern because you will never find a place in Florida that don't have palm fronds. You'd be in the middle of an oak flat. There's palm fronds right there. Yeah, we we did um, actually carry uh, palmettos for quite a bit of time. Um, they, they did decent and, you know, there are, you know, obviously people down in Florida were, uh, were buying them. They were just, we were running into where there were, um, it was just they were heavy uh for some of the or just some of the how it is it's got a wire framed insert so that way you can kind of manipulate it and it kind of got a little heavy for some of the people so we we kind of we we retracted those and we're kind of re um re not reinventing but kind of redesigning them to make them a little bit better but we will come back out um hopefully shortly with a a new style palmetto it's a little bit more efficient for uh for the hunts um but we we did just have a gentleman actually i saw it the other day tagged us in it he bought some of our palmettos uh, a while back and did a a setup for uh duck hunting on the front of his boat so oh, that was pretty cool yeah. see that's and that's where you were talking about in the beginning using your imagination because you know i know down here i do take um palm fronds and use them often um, I, yeah. I've personally t- taken them and the way they're structured, um, they have, uh, really solid stalks on them. So th- there is a negative. They're so freaking loud. I mean, they're right, right. so loud and yes, that's okay when you're, when you're, uh, on the ground because you know, a lot of animals, they may think you're a hog or a armadillo or something like that. But, um, just being in a tree, I mean, you start, you know, you kick it. Or your bow hits it, or anything like that, and the animal will look up at you. Um, you know, it's just right, a natural right. thing. Um, they're just so loud. It's uh, it reminds me of a uh, uh, a tambourine is what it reminds oh, me. Oh, really? So that's what it sounds like to me as a tambourine, and uh, it just echoes and it's loud. It doesn't matter if you know what it is. I, I, it gets me every time because a squirrel, squirrels will jump from one frond to the other and it almost sounds like a deer's jumping from tree to tree it's so loud um, and it makes you look every time but um, that'd definitely be something that that i'd look in and then the duck hunting too um you know we the a lot of the banks are not so thick um so you know we'll go out into the woods and you'll always find palm fronds on the ground so uh, i bet you you know especially with him kind of putting that out there once people start using their imagination too and they kind of show the ways that they're using it um that might also interest interest people more um to look into it yeah absolutely we just started kind of tapping into the uh the duck hunting um market a little bit we've had a a lot more duck hunters reach out to us and uh you know that's the thing you have to you know some people you know they see it and they just automatically think oh this is only for deer but you know i 
I did this to create, you know, I was kind of inspired by this whole thing and I want other people to be like inspired by it. I'm like, like, Hey man, I can use it here. I can use it here. I'm like, this isn't, that's what, you know, I try to, you know, express to people that this isn't used for one particular situation or one particular way. I want this to be used. I want this to help everybody is literally what I want for it. Um, you know, I want everybody to be able to, you know, get rid of, minimize those bad days of, uh, out there and have this kind of get them maybe one step closer or, uh, you know, you know, get their, get their ducks or their, you know, their, their white tail or their elk, whatever it is, whatever that they're, they're hunting, um, get that, you know, sooner in the day so they can go home, spend time with the family and, you know, whatnot. But yeah, we just recently tapped into like the duck market, um, uh, buddy of mine, um, good buddy of mine dan actually who uh has been a huge supporter of this whole uh this whole business and he he kind of helped me get going but he's a big duck hunter um and so he kind of gave me some ideas how you can clip uh we sell these ball head clamps um where you can clip them to saplings inside of like a swamp or something like that and you know and just cover your overhead and it's it's perfect and he's like he's like this is this is great and i was like you know i didn't think i'm not a duck hunter myself and he's the one who kind of sparked that idea for me and then so we we talked to some more people and they you know we, we showed them how the the ball head clamp could be implemented in a swamp or at a you know a cornfield and they started uh they started implementing this and you know duck hunting and they're like wow you know this is a this is definitely a game changer so that that was really good to hear and uh yeah we're, we're glad we're you know helping more than just whitetail hunters with this that's that's what we want for it um, and, you know, turkey hunting, too. Um, you know, I know concealment's a, a huge thing with turkey hunting, so I could see it I could see it definitely kind of going that route, too. Really, any type of birds, um, same deal, breaking up that silhouette and the overhead cover, I know with the duck hunting would be huge. Yeah. Yeah, the, tur- the turkey hunting, um, I did implement it this year, my, uh, my turkey hunts. I was... Uh... I was unsuccessful. I only got out one time or twice this year, but, um, the one time, uh, was not, was not great. It was on mother's day. So I tried to get back before, uh, you know, before my wife was up and moving and, uh, and my buddy ended up getting a Turkey with it right after. But, uh, the way I had it set up was just a half a ghillie puck, um, you know, just the four on the top set up and I had it on a ball head clamp. And as I was moving, um, you know, kind of playing uh, cat and mouse or a little uh, um, call and response with the turkeys. Uh, we got, you know, we were getting up close and the the tom was backing up and we were getting up there. But I had the, what, the way I had it was my clamp. was I, As soon as I get to the edge of a tree or uh, right to the base of a tree, I just clipped that right to like the root in front of me. And, uh, you know, he came in, I just couldn't get a shot. It was too, still too far for comfort. But yeah, he came in and was just kind of walking around. But. Uh, you know, my buddy ended up getting one with it, uh, shortly after a couple hours after, by the time I got home, he sent me a picture of a nice big Tom with it. I was like, that's pretty cool. Nice. Well, you know, I mean, we have our good days and our bad days. I was that's talking it. to someone not too long ago and they always say the timeless, uh, expression for hunters is, you know, there's always next time. That's it. Absolutely. There's always next time, you know, it just inspires you to be a little bit better next time. So have you, I know you just, you know, you're kind of really new with launching this. Uh, I mean, you said it was, uh, what was the month in 2022? Yeah, November. So we haven't even hit our one year mark yet. Have you, have you had any success stories yet? 
Yeah, we have, uh, I mean, aside from myself, uh, we have had some quite a bit of uh, success stories um, just due to like the November rush and into the December. Um, we had, uh, or my, myself, I've, I've used it several times now. I've gotten um, a buck, two bucks that first year, um, two bucks the second year, and then uh, I got a buck last year with it. But um, yeah, a good buddy of mine, he's also had a success story with it. Um, yeah, and we've, we've got quite a few people that reached out to us um, that have, have used it, and uh, they've definitely found it helpful, especially the self-filmers and the, the saddle hunters, just due to the, the, the sheer nature of having yeah, to move around, and then the yeah, the saddle hunter, like, you know, they found it either holding it up. Uh, I, I don't know the terminology for saddle hunting. I'd like to get into it eventually. Um, it does seem efficient, but I, I, right now I use a climber, but, uh, from what one gentleman was explaining how he implements it, is he, again, I could be wrong the weak side, maybe that's not anything sounds correct, but, uh, he hangs it up basically covering his backside or the side that he's not drawing with, um, or which the way the deer are coming and it kind of covers him there to get some, lets him kind of move around the tree a little bit better with being protected on the, you know, the side that he's not shooting or planned to shooting from. But yeah, there, there's been, there's been a few people that have reached out. And again, that's a, it's a really cool thing to see that, uh, that it's helping other people. Um, it's, it's, that was my main goal and it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, fulfilling, I guess. You know, I don't know a ton about saddle hunting. Um, really, just what people tell me. So I'm definitely not much help there. I'm. I still. I enjoy a lock on stand. I'm six five, about two forty. So I, I enjoy a lock on stand. I. I like yeah. you know sitting with my back against the tree and the stand that I use. It's it's pretty easy to to pack in and, um, you know I uh, it's light. And, you know they seem to just keep making them lighter and lighter. Um, so, yeah. you know, that's always a good thing. I, I love innovation when it makes it lighter for me. I'm always telling any, any tree stand company, the, the lighter, the better. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I like, you know, crossing my legs and, and sitting there and, you know, I always, you know, it gets a little scary if you start falling asleep, even if you have a harness on, but, uh, I couldn't imagine doing that in the saddle. I'd be upside down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did i did tower climbing for a little bit and uh a, a gentleman was explaining this to me um he said it's a lot like if you're a lineman or something like that and i was like oh you know i did tower climbing so i was used to a saddle he goes yeah it's not much different from that i was like oh you know what maybe i'll uh i'll look into it a little bit but uh i mean i've definitely fallen asleep up on a on a tower a couple hundred feet in the air um <laughs> you know waiting for antennas to come up and stuff like that so yeah and, uh, i don't uh you know height's never been a thing an issue for me luckily but uh yeah i don't know i definitely know what you were saying the the secureness of a you know a stand that's a little bit wider maybe or a little bit more secure yeah it's just that because i've i've fallen asleep uh, quite a few times in the stand especially especially this past year with my daughter being born. So we were up uh, some late nights, so taking yeah. some early morning naps. Oh, I get that. I, I just had a kid <laughs> last year, so I, I definitely get that. My, obviously, my girl takes the extent of it, you know, more than I yeah. do. But, 
Um, yeah. You know, shout out to them for, for doing that so we can get out there. But, uh, you know, I, I, too, with the saddle, I just, um, you know, I have, I have bad back issues. So I just, I see yeah. how they sit there with the knees on the tree and, and I, and I, I get it. Um, you know, I, when I was younger, I did line work. So I, you know, we used to climb, we didn't use bucket trucks like they, they, they use now. Right. Here. Um, you know, we had to climb and I was with an OG guy that, you know, he made you climb. Even if you could use a bucket truck, he's like, no, nope, you got to climb it. And I'm like, let's just use the truck real uh, yeah. quick. Um, and he'd be like, no, nope, you got to climb every pole. Cause that's what we do. And, um, you know, so I, I got used to climbing, but, uh, um, it's definitely the, I always there, I just sit in that type of position worries me with my back. Um, you know, maybe I'm wrong. It could be the best thing ever. I guess I, one day I'll try it like you and, and we'll kind of see, and I'll probably regret missing out on it. But I'm not currently ready to put the old diaper on yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm a very similar situation. Uh, I did have, I do have some back issues, uh, you know, from the Marine Corps. So uh, that that worries me a little bit. That I'm gonna get up there, and then my stubborn self is like, "No, you're up here. You're gonna stay here all day, and then just do even more damage to my back." So there's there is that dilemma that I am facing right now. But I did. I won a um, an archery competition uh, during one of our trade shows. Actually, uh, I just kind of I had my bow there as part of the display, and the guy goes, "Oh, you should sign up for this. We have this archery competition." I ended up, uh, ironically and lucky, luckily rather, uh, taking first place, and I won a saddle. And not knowing how to use it, um, I was like, "I feel like you know I should at least." you know, for the company that donated that, I should at least give it a try and figure out, you know, at least how to use it once or twice. But yeah, I am, I am a little concerned about how the back's gonna, gonna do up there. My <laughs> knees aren't fantastic either. So yeah, that's what it seems like the majority of it is, is back and knees. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's pretty much, pretty but much the, I do like the, the angles. I watched, uh, uh, I, I don't know who she is. She might be like an influencer, like a field staff or something, but I was following this uh, one chick on feet, uh, on uh, Instagram, and she was showing different uh, shot positions with it, and I thought that was I was like, oh, that's like it very efficient. Um, it looked like you could take a lot better shots at different angles, um, which I did yeah. like. I just worry about the like leading up to to get into that position. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and if I'm gonna be able to recover from that position yeah, as well, <laughs> I, the the bu- and then the buck fever hits, or you know the, the the shakes after you shoot a a deer with a bow. Um, you know what's that gonna do? You're gonna be spazzing in the tree. Well, I guess yeah, you're exactly. tied to it, so you don't have to worry about going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, just shaking, just bouncing your knees off the tree. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um. So, how do you guys currently distribute right now? Yeah, so we are um, we are running out of our. It's it's again, it's just my wife and I, and God bless her. She's uh, she's amazing. Um, we are expecting our second child on our first child's birthday this year. So um, it's it's in January. So it's it's been a little bit crazy, but she is she is kind of like the she's running the show downstairs. Uh, so we have all the stuff in our. Um, in our house at the moment and we are kind of running it out and shipping it ourselves and it's it's been it's not sustainable and we are probably you know looking to to expand by probably the mid of this year but um or the season 
but right now it's just uh, her and myself down there just kind of grinding out and doing late nights and you know have the baby in the the crib down there and and kind of uh, packing orders and shipping them out the next day. And are you guys doing sales like just online or do you have any stores that you've been dealing with or? Um, so we have, we are actually in contact with a couple stores right now. Um, you know, hopefully we can, we can pursue that a little bit further. Um, but right now it's just, we're doing trade shows and, uh, online sales. Uh, you know, majority of our sales are coming from, um, our website, um, uh, Google and Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. So okay. that's how that's how the majority of the people are finding us right now. But you know, nothing fully brick and mortar at the moment. Right. Well, I mean, you know, there's plenty of companies that you know have been around a lot longer than y'all have, and 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 things, and they you know they still continue to use online stores for their products. So it really just you know boils down to you know your margins and and what's the best for the customer and 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 getting it out there. Which you know if you're able to you know keep things running how you're running it and and uh, still uphold the quality. I mean, because we we all know when when you when you have a business, it's it, I almost don't want to say this. I'll probably get get some backlash for it, but uh, it almost seems like when you're in that stage of your business, like the quality is just insane. You know, it's just I'm not saying quality lacks, but I just I know businesses that are in that, you know, working from you know their small space or you know things like that, and it's just there's so much passion that's involved in each product. It hasn't become a like a, a mass produced yeah an assembly yeah. line you know and, and i'm not knocking there's plenty of companies that have that type of stuff that that still continue to, to uphold the quality so kudos to them but it just when you're in that when you're in that like laboratory stage that like dark basement stage of just like you know only coming out to eat and, and, and shower and you're just you oh, know, yeah. working on making the product better and um do you do you do much with like your customer feedback do you have many of your customers kind of like reach out with that i, I know you guys are kind of newer so these might be questions that um will be for a later time but do you currently have anyone that kind of reaches out and, and throws you any feedback your way yeah, we have, uh, yeah, we have quite a bit, um, quite a bit of feedback actually. Uh, that is one thing, you know, I do really appreciate about like the hunting community is they, they tell you what they like and they don't like, and, you know, fortunately and knock on wood that, uh, you know, the, the vast majority of our feedback has been really positive, which, you know, is kind of a, I am by far my own worst critic. And again, maybe, maybe it's a little bit of the, the Marine in me, but I just don't settle for like mediocre and, you know, maybe a little egotistical uh, side of me, but you know, I, I, I genuinely want to produce something that I would purchase and that, you know, I wouldn't be upset with. So like you said, I'm, you know, I'm down in that, the basement, uh, 1 a.m. some nights, some nights 2 a.m. and getting up and I still have my regular nine to five that I'm going to and, you know, coming home and, you know, spending a quick few minutes with the the baby when I can. And, and uh, she's not much of a baby anymore. You know, she's 18 months now, but, uh, you know, spend as much time as I can. But, you know, that that's kind of the only reason we're looking to, and again, with the second one on the way, uh, we're probably looking to, you know, expand at least a little bit, but, uh, you know, I still can't not see myself. I can't, I can't ever see myself getting to the point where I don't have full oversee of quality. Um, 
and quality control and you know everything like that i mean i i I just put so much time and so much, you know, sacrifice kind of into this, this company to make it the way it is. I'd, I'd hate to have all of these, you know, reviews and we've had, you know, tons of, you know, reviews online, um, on our website, you know, people have been very kind to leave reviews, Google, um, the whole nine yards. And I, 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 you know, don't want to, for lack of better terms, spit in their face by producing a, uh, you know, just quality or quantity over quality. So right. I, I, yeah, I never plan on not overseeing the operation. So it's, uh, you know, to make sure that the quality it started with is the quality it's ending with. And having said that, to improve on quality with each year that passes. No, that's that's solid. And you know what? That's what's going to help with the success of the business and, and continue to to grow it. Um, do you guys, I know we kind of touched on your, your kind of traveling down that like waterfowl and, and turkey and, and some other uh, big game um, species with your product, but as far as anything else in the works, are you going to stick with the type of concealment that you have um, or do you guys kind of have some other things in the works? Yeah, we have uh, we have a couple other things in the works. Um we're going to be uh, releasing a tripod shortly to kind of go uh, with the ghillie puck to really complement the ghillie puck. Um, something that I, I, again, it's one of those things like, man, I wish I kind of had this. And then designing and, you know, all, all my, you know, drawings of this and measurements. And I was like, okay, I think I finally found the, the tripod that could be perfect for this. And, you know, and then uh, we're, we're coming out with a couple other things, hopefully by, uh, I'd say, I, I really want to hit this season, but I don't want to over-promise and, you know, under-deliver um, on something. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping by November we'll have a similar fashion to the ghillie puck, which can attach to the ghillie puck. However, it can also be used without it in a, in a similar fashion and, uh I, that's going to be a, a really cool one. I'm uh, excited to see um, these two kind of paired up, and you know they're both they're both different enough where they can both be implemented um, in different styles of hunting, but they can also complement each other and be used together. So it's 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 going to be a pretty 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 neat thing to see. You know which one is the crowd favorite um, kind of thing. So I'm excited to kind of launch that as well. No, that's awesome. I, you know, you, you have my, I was checking out the website while he was talking because I was thinking about <laughs> duck season. There's this one yeah. spot that I hunt that's uh, cypresses um, and it's yep. nothing but cypresses. So like it, it's really easy to stand out um, and the ducks yeah. can see you, especially if they come in from uh, the north. So uh, I was like, man, you know, I could get, I could get a couple of these and, and have me a little, little cover and I can actually put it on the cypress tree um, to, to cover over top of me. So I'll, I'll definitely be looking at that myself and, um, see what I think. Cause currently, you know, I, like I told you, I'll go through the woods, grab some things, or I always keep a, uh, it's a raggedy old camo, like cut out cloth yeah. is the best way to describe it. I got it a long time ago. I use that a lot, but it's getting to the point where it's so withered and tattered. Um, so that actually, kind of segues way into a, a, another question I had thought of was as far as like um, the materials and like 
lifetime of this? Is this something that, you know, it's, it's waterproof. It can, it can withstand the elements. Um, or does it kind of need to be put up? Like, I know you said you can use like camera, um, gear to attach it to, does it kind of need to be put up like that? No. So that's a perfect question. Um, this is a PVC based. Uh, so we have two different style pucks. Our basic puck package is a PVC based puck. Um, so that is forever going to be, you know, to be, um, out there and not have any deterioration on it. Um, same with our limbs, they're all, uh, PVC based. So I wanted something that I can, and I, I've tried it, uh, two summers now I've left one out for the entire, um, summer. So through the, the strong winds, the rains, and they have held up, you know, tried and true for the, for the whole summer. Um, roughly two and a half months I've, I've left them out there and I've taken them in. So the leaves, same thing. The only problem I've found with the leaves is that sometimes the, uh, I don't know if you guys have too many squirrels down there, but the squirrels like to uh, steal these branches for some reason. And, they probably uh, make a nice synthetic home for them. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so I, I leave mine out and if I'm going in for, you know, if I'm not coming back for a month or, you know, even a week, I might take it with me or a couple weeks. Sometimes I might take it with me. But these are meant to, to last out there. And then our, our Elite package is an aluminum uh, alloy. So that's that has a lifetime warranty on the, the puck. Um, and that's, that, again, that's not, it's pure solid aluminum. That's, that's not a, nothing's happening to that. And uh, as far as like the leaves, I, you know, quick stories I had out there for, when I was going through the testing phase, I had the leaves out there to see how they'd hold up in the weather and the wind and, you know, they could, they could survive a hurricane, but I come back one time and there's, there's like two, the limbs are there. So it's a, it's a three part system. It's the puck, the limb, which attaches the puck or the leaves to the puck. So it's a center. It looks like a tree branch. It's about a one foot long. The branches slide inside the tube in the top of it. And then it twist locks onto the puck. So the limb was there. The puck was there but two branches were missing and I'm, I'm looking all on the ground. I'm like, okay, maybe they fell out, but they were on the top. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense how that would even happen. I'm looking down I'm not seeing anything. And then I finally, I'm like, all right, whatever. I get up in my stand. And I just happen to look up and look up in the tree next to me. And there's a squirrel nest up there and it's, <laughs> I see my two branches. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So, Oh man, that's how to it. start that's squirrel it. hunting. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm like, yeah, we uh there's the problem right there. We gotta get rid of some of these bad boys. Hey, yeah, squirrels are I mean, they I always heard it with uh people leaving their camera arm uh like the that anchor strap or anchor point or whatever that you can leave up there, they'll leave it up there in the season. The squirrels eat it. I know they've been known to eat tree stamps tree stand straps. I I remember growing up, we would always check them in the summertime and I'm always thinking, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, those straps are really designed to hold like a thousand pounds, two thousand pounds, whatever. Um, why, you know, why do we have to check it when it's strapped to a tree? And my, my grandpa would always say, because the squirrels are eating it. And I'm like, I'd never even thought of that. And they'll eat that cloth or nylon and probably use it in their nest too. But that would, that would make a good little nest. Uh, leaves deteriorate to turn into dust. So yours is going to hold a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, it's kind of, um, you know, what we try to tell people too, is that this, the, the, they're all UV rated leaves too. So they're, they're meant to withstand the, 
the uh, the weather and the sun and everything like that. But, you know, what I like to tell everybody is, you know, when they're like, oh, you know, why don't you use real branches? And I'm like, well, real branches, there's there's two issues with it. I, I one have to go out and find real branches each time I hunt. And if I'm going in at five o'clock in the morning right. and, you know, put my climber up, I don't have time to, to be spotlighting for branches that I could use to brush in when it becomes light enough. I can just take this. I could set this up blindfolded. It's that easy. It's there's, you just put it on over the puck and twist it and it locks on. You feel it. Uh, And secondly, I can paint the back of these branches. So when I do my coyote hunt, you can see on, you know, some of our social media pages, and I believe we have it on our our website as well. When I do my coyote uh, hunting in like the winter time or even, even whitetail hunting in the winter time, um, I use my Oak Auburn and I spray paint the back of them white. And it starts snowing. I just flip the branch around and I have a white, you know, now I have a white uh, concealment in front of me. That's, that's, you know, essentially makes my camouflage obsolete with the level of breakup it provides. And it just looks like, uh, you know, snow on the ground. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy. If you get a chance, you got to check out the, uh, the, the portion where I'm wearing the, the camouflage with the white um, branches on it. So that's been a super effective method. I used that uh, coyote hunting this year and it's been pretty awesome. We started out with just the Auburn leaves on the front um, against some, you know, old dead leaf piles and stuff like that. And then we had snow that was starting throughout the night. And so as the snow started to accumulate, we just flipped the branches around and it was, it was awesome. Yeah, no, that's legit. And, and you know, uh, some of your best products in the, in the hunting space, I would say are ones that can be used universally. Um, yeah, you know, and, and being able to use it for, like you said, it's not just for bow hunting whitetail. Yeah. It's, it's going to help, um, you know, help with that margin of error there, but it can also be used for predator hunting Turkey waterfowl. I mean, there's really sounds like you use for just about anything with concealment, um, to kind of trick their eyes. And that's what you're doing. You're just trying to trick them long enough to, to get them in there <laughs> so you can get your shot. That's it. Now, absolutely, and uh, you know, we really do want to, and, and we appreciate all feedback and stuff because we really do want to create like the world's most versatile camouflaging device. So, I mean, that's been our goal since day one, and that's going to continue to be our goal with this. And you know, as I express to people that it's you're not limited to the uses that you that we display on our website or on our social media, like get creative as possible, as humanly possible with this. Like, I mean, use this in ways that others would think would be insane. I, that's what I want for people to do. Uh, that's kind of how it helped me. And that's how I hope it helps others. Well, that, I mean, that, that kind of answers my, I have one more question for you, which was, you know, kind of what's the future look like for, for Gilly Puck? Uh, you know, if you want to yeah. elaborate more on that, but it, it just sounds like you want to keep creating a, a great product to, to help people be successful and and uh you know you're still in the stages of you know you're still holding it and taking care of it like a baby so um you're able to like you said make those big changes and um not just mass produce it until you know you're you are accommodating everyone and then obviously you're coming up with ideas and making it universal too so yeah, no, the, like you said like kind of holding it like a baby because at the end of it this, this is the baby and I'm I'm a new guy and a in an old sport. So, um, you know, sort of speak, I am, I'm, I have to prove myself and, you know, and by, I proved this to myself and it was on, it kind of, the way everything played out was more 
of a beautiful accident than anything. And, you know, I don't think I didn't have really any intentions to mass distributing this at the, the beginning of it, but, you know, this is a, a very tight community and, you know, I'm not in here trying to blow smoke at people or anything like that. Like, so, I mean, I am the future of this is just going to keep, uh, keep improving. And to, my goal is to have this help at least, you know, to, Ideally, I'd like to help every hunter. Obviously, that that's not feasible. Um, some people just are preferred their own ways, and that's absolutely fine. Um, but you know, I'd I'd love to help others. I'd love to help everybody. You know, veteran hunters and you know, beginning hunters such as myself, especially the youth coming up with hunting numbers kind of dwindling. Um, I'd, I'd like to create a product that's uh, that stays um, as high as quality as possible and keep improving on it and keep just becoming more tactical, so to speak. Uh, I'd like to get this as efficient as possible for, for, for somebody that was possibly in my situation, you know, that if I can help somebody get their first deer, I mean, I'll never forget that what that did for me, um, holding the antlers of my first buck. I mean, that just, you know, it, it sparked something inside of me and it, it's, you know, it was just a level of happiness that, you know, I don't, it was, it was just a, such an achievement. It was something that, you know, nobody could take away from me. I put in the time I did the work and, you know, I got my first buck and, you know, if I could create that happiness in somebody else, like that's, that's the future of this company. That's, that's where we're going. And we're going to take that thing into the sunset with it. And, uh, you know, I really want everybody to share that level of happiness. And if I can do that by providing them with a, a high quality product, um, then that's, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to keep doing it. Nice. That that's solid, man. And you know what? That's uh, you know, it sounds like a lot of our values align. You know, I, I talk to people all the time, and you know, I, I'm like, you know what? If we wanted to take your money, then we would just do it. We would charge more. We would make gimmicky stuff. You know, we yeah. do flashy. What do they call it? Bait and switch or whatever. Or, um, yeah. you know, click baits or, or whatever they call it. You know, it, it, it's easy to throw something at someone and just get money. It's easy to get that quick money. But when you really have a, a good cause such as, and not cliche saying like, really you want to help hunters, whether it's their first deer, you know, the mature deer that the does keep blowing you out and he gets alerted or, um, you know, helping your kid get a Turkey. Cause we all know kids don't stop moving. So, um, that's you it. know, if you can have something that's gonna, to help eliminate that, uh, margin of error and then um, obviously you know that's that's the stuff that I think matters the most in the hunting industry and, and those are the products that that I like seeing because we all know you can go out there and and pretty much do anything yourself but you know if you can take a tool with you um, to make things a, a little bit um, I don't want to say easier but just go a little bit more with your situation um, you know it definitely helps and you know sometimes sometimes we're all only one like uh technique or style away from sealing the deal i know when i've changed certain habits that i've done and in certain situations it was able to help me be successful when i was able to get out of the well this worked this one time so i only have to do this and i realized that every situation is different every animal is different their brains are all different you know, yeah, biology can somewhat be the same with what they do with patterns and things, but, um, you know, having a tool to, to help you get just a little bit closer, 
um, is always going to help you in the end. Um, even if it's just getting closer to enjoy the animal, even if you're not wanting to harvest it. Um, I couldn't tell you yeah. how many times I've had animals under the stand that I decided I didn't want to take. Um, and, uh, they look right up at you and I also don't want to educate anything. So, yeah. um, you know, then I have to shoot it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's kind of a, that's kind of a vision I have too. And, uh, you know, like you said, with the, you know, kids going out and not, you know, and moving and whatnot, but I mean, not to sound, uh, dark or anything but we, we truly never know when our, our last day is and you know if that means like a father going out with a son and you know he, time's precious and so right. if that if that time spent you can get that or his daughter whatever it is uh, you know uh, you know mother and a son father and a daughter father and a, you know whatever that uh that bond is you can get out there and that there's a difference of getting a buck or a turkey or um an elk i mean you never know when if you'll get another chance and if you could if i can make that again this is this is just what i'm visioning you know for the the future if i can make that happen maybe a little bit sooner um that's what i want to do that's 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 what i want to do i want to i want those memories to be made and uh you know again it's just a tool it's just a tool to to help hopefully make those memories happen sooner that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about right there is, is get being able to get out there and, and anything that's going to help you get out there, I'm all for. But, um, you know, I, I definitely love here. I'm glad we got to do this because, um, you know, it's always nice hearing a, a product that has similar values to us as, you know, legitimately wanting to help hunters, not just saying that to, to make a dollar. You know, you're trying your best to, to come up with ways to help people, you know, be successful. So definitely love that. Um, keep it up, man. I think if you keep on going the track you're going, it's, it's, it'll definitely be a household name. Um, now, uh, question I have for you here is if anyone wants to reach out to you, what is the best way to, uh, reach out to you, um, as far as your socials or your website? Yeah. So our, our email is gillypuck at gmail.com. Uh, you can message us on Instagram or gillypuck, G-H-I-L-L-I-E-P-U-C-K on uh, all social media um so message us on there like i said my name's rob so i'm the uh i'm the guy that's that's going to be responding to you so you'll always be you know contacting me um but yeah that's uh any any one of those ways uh you know email social media we're we're an open book here so you can you can reach out to us in any form we'll we'll up the chat Awesome. Well, Rob, I definitely appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we'll definitely have to do it again uh, once you get a, you know, once you get past your first year, and um, and definitely once you get those new products out, we'll get you back on and and see how they're going. No, I'd love to, man. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you, and uh, yeah, I'd absolutely love to do this again. Well, you guys are listening to Hunt Link by Servicide, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.